Welcome to the Art Loss Podcast, where we make art accessible. I'm Sophie. And I'm Seema. Uh, if you would like to support the podcast today, you can join us on Patreon at Art Loss Podcast. You can follow along on TikTok, artlust underscore podcast, or you can send us an email, artlustpodcast at gmail.com. Send it to a friend, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, believe it or not, we are back after an unintentional break for season two. This is episode this two of is. season two. It and is. We... I can't believe we made it to season two. Hooray. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I'm just glad that we're here and we've, we're like getting a new schedule and um, that we can keep, yeah, that we can like keep talking about this funny old world that we live in because I certainly... Uh, while we took a break, missed, you know, having someone to just like talk out I the agree. week's madness with. <laughs> I agree. And today we're going to talk about um, media and if uh, the consumption of media has changed over time as is the and if that affects the production of media. Mm. As lens through our TikTok travails. <laughs> <laughs> I think what really, I don't know if it hurt my feelings that they thought I was ugly. It was more that like, actually what pissed me off is not one of those people watched my video. And so like what it brought me back to the uh, criticism from uh, Carolina Miranda is that what it actually is, is that your hook cannot, it has to lead more. I think like in... And I think this is where I think that's so interesting to me about media and how media changes. Mm. I think like 10 years ago, you could have made a YouTube video and expected someone to watch the whole video. YouTube's like 10 years, right? And YouTube's um, old. That's why it's bad now. Yeah. Um, And, um, but like you could have, you would have, you could have, you could have relied on people to hang around. Right. Right. And now you really can't. And I mean, I think it makes me think actually about things like even in visual media, like I think about how, um, like narrative visual art, like static narrative visual art, even Mm -hmm. I wonder how it's changed because we have such a low attention span. Do you think that people look at art differently now? Yeah, I mean, it's really made me think about, like, like I think that one of the things I often think about is, and I did a video about it a long time ago, and it confused the frick out of people, um, that how much we look at the, how much less we look at the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the Zoe, De- is it Zoe Deschanel? The one the that was a new girl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, she's married to that property bro. And um, she did one of those. I don't know anything about celebrities. Is she? (laughs) She is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I actually think it's hilarious that I've gone down some celebrity TikTok situation because I I know so little about celebrities. But Well, my thing is, like, because I want to be someone who is photographing very famous people at some point, I... I'm just like I deliberately removed myself from celebrity culture because I don't I don't want to know. Oh yeah, I don't want to yeah, be yeah, 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 I don't yeah, want to be yeah. I don't want to be in a situation where I yeah. have, have like these like weird personal questions because I know about the drama. I just want to be like a random That's right. face. That's right. I get that. Um, I get that. I get that. And also, it's just it's so it's just manufactured l- lunacy. Like, and half of what we're consuming is like a distraction from some other PR debacle that's going on behind the scenes. 
Um, so I very, I very much value privacy. So <laughs> no, I hear that. I hear that. Um, and I'm, I feel sort of bad now that I'm like digging mm. into these past lives of people. I think, oh man, uh, it's sort of an invasion of privacy. I admit. Um, for his, it's also lesson. the world we live in. So. It is. It is. Oh, but what we, oh, so she was looking at the background. She said she did one of those yeah, the background videos. You know the um the video that meme that didn't really. I don't feel like it went anywhere. I notice things people don't notice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it might might like have a... a second renaissance. It had like yeah. the blip, right? But she did. Mm. Well, I saw one of hers where she said, "I'm always looking at the background of videos." Mm. And I and I too am always like, I am I am you, the random person. You are that person who's like, "What's that thing in the background?" And yeah, I'm like, that's a... what. <laughs> yeah, you see me in the comments. I'm like, "What's in our work?" <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that painting back there. Um, there's that like, there's that woman um, who stole an African American woman's song. I don't even know what the woman's name is. I don't know. Iniko is the African American woman. Jericho mm-hmm. is the song. And um, so all these I saw these videos this morning about like the kind of set the settler culture of stealing it and thinking it's okay and like mm-hmm. uh, christian morality and all this and i have to admit i kept watching these and they, they were great videos um about it uh but i just kept looking at the painting <laughs> she has the worst painting of jesus you've ever seen <laughs> behind her <laughs> i was like but can we also talk about how she has a terrible taste in art <laughs> like that is so funny and even worse, like I was like, she's not only stealing this woman's song, but then she had photo. This painting was made; she commissioned it, so she owns the painting, and so now she's reproducing it. But I was like, you don't no. have the rights of reproduction. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> I was like, Can I make a video about how the woman just stole that artwork too? <laughs> um. Uh. Did you see that the new Loki cover art for the like? new season of the Loki show whatever the fuck it's mm-hmm. called uh, yeah. was made with AI and someone like detective like figured it out no like, yeah 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 no so... see this is a this is okay so this is what I was talking about the backgrounds about and yes. I think this is so important before we get totally sidetracked no 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 we're not sidetracking I'm segue okay. so oh, okay um... my mistake guys guys listen up it's a segue <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think actually what's happening is that we have changed what we focus on. So mm-hmm. I think like this idea that we look at backgrounds and, you know, certain things like I don't know that maybe like, you know, there's that really wonderful Monkman series that's at the mat that is sort of like a huge, large scale history painting of the like Titian, mm-hmm. uh, Rubens, you know, mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. of the oldies. Right yieldy history paintings and i think he is calling on that and they are very interesting and i think people are looking at them Mm. and especially because at the met people have enough experience with history paintings you know like you know there's like a million murillos and this and that at the met they maybe are used to seeing the pieces parts and putting them together yeah but i think what we are getting better so i think that that is a like a mindset that we don't do right backgrounds pieces like that but we are i think what's happening is actually just we're 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 focusing on different things and that ai mm-hmm. example and there are so many people like there was a video about a guy somebody i don't know if 
a guy in the neutral sense of the word, um, sitting in a plane <laughs> who had the uh, had a, a wing, and they said, "Where am I?" And like a people magic figured it out, mm-hmm. or like I there's have seen that, those videos, right? Yes, yes. Like or I'm just like video... I can figure out what flight you're on. It's like that's dude, right, that's right. Stop. Or that that guy who was in New York City when you had that when we had the smoke and it was all yellow, and somebody like found him and it was like, "Oh, he's a hot surfer," mm-hmm, you know. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think what we're doing yeah, is skip we... tracing. Totally, totally. It's really scary. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. So I think that what we've done is, I think, and this is where to go back to the beginning of this and like the idea of how we con- construct language and visual information. Mm. It's just that we, and I think I'm an older content producer and I am used to an older sensibility where you would mm. expect someone to finish it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I produce in that way thinking, I mean, it's only two minutes. Though, of course, like, do I consume videos that are two minutes? I watch them on double speed. <laughs> Uh, so are we detecting a little bit of hubris here that the expectation of the creator is different from your own behavior i don't think it's i don't think it's hubris um and we'll define that which is um (laughs) excessive pride i actually think it's interesting (laughs) disconnect creators probably have i think like all creators Mm -hmm. and i think visual artists i look at some visual art and i'm like i have an extraordinary disconnect from my own work yeah like so i think Personally, for me, because a lot of it comes from having like extraordinarily low self-esteem for a very long time and then kind of going like, I made that. That's me. And then there's also like the disconnect from how I present online where recently I've had all this feedback where people are like, oh, you look like you're advertising as like a dom on the Internet. And I was like, I thought I was tapping into spooky archetypes of like big tits from the 70s. Like, I'm I guess. Sure. (laughs) Like, those are there. There is like I can see the line between the two, right? Elvira. Yeah, exactly. Well, I yeah, I was trying to draw upon Elvira a little bit. I am simultaneously the work that I make, but I'm also not the work that I make. The work is a facet and a part of me that comes out of me and is a you know part of my self-expression, but it's not all of who I am. And I feel like. I'm supposed to feel as though it's all of me and I do, but I also don't. That's, I have a lot of complex feelings about like the stuff that has my face on it and has my brand to it and has, you know, my perceptive kind of creativity and overlay and all of those kinds of. Well, and I think that's part of it. I'm watching, trying to find, I'm looking for some of the videos of you. Um, um... Of me. Yeah, I was just looking at like oh. to see what they're saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I get the feedback where people are like, "Oh yeah, this is very like sexy in a particular way." Is private feedback that people give me. Oh, I see. I see, um, I see. Most of the stuff that I get in comments are just people being like, "I don't like your work. I love your work," or "I'm obsessed," or "Oh look, it's one of my favorite photographers." I'm like, but I don't understand. It's <laughs> like it also because it feels like an older concept to have like this is one of my favorite photographers right and I suppose mm. that makes sense given what I do but like these mm. days it's not I I, I feel like people I don't still hear... have favorites no yes but I feel like I don't hear as much people talking about their favorite artists mm-hmm. maybe it's because I've been out of art school for a little while mm-hmm. but and I'm like no longer just saturated in it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 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 but I don't know mm-hmm but I've, I always, think that, I've always felt a weird disconnect from my own work. Um, I, well, I was going to say, I think a lot of us feel a disconnect in the thing we create. 
with the mm. thing we create. Like, I mean, I like our podcast a lot, but when people are like, oh, I love the podcast. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I've forgotten about it as soon as I it got in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. The only reason I could, I have like a little more recollection is because I have to listen to it again. That's right. That's once. right. I was like, oh, it's out there in the world. How weird. I know. I, th- I think it's, I mean, I do think to, the, the act of creation is about being in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's where it's not hubris. It's that I am in that moment doing that. And in some ways, the reception is independent of the thing I'm creating. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Because your act of creativity can be defined through the public as art or not. Correct. And it can have a very particular life based on how it's received Mm-hmm. I- independently of how it's made yeah and that's the same with criticism like yeah i love um reading old academic papers like academic mm. papers from the 50s because <laughs> they're like amazing the language mm-hmm. and i mean the, i mean and that's the thing right like it's a different way of consuming information it is and it's a different way of giving information i yes. think that's the other thing like it's criticism has changed so quickly so rapidly mm. like there's a i was reading art net i was gonna do a video about it and i wasn't sure i don't know if i will because i don't know if i can do it and i was thinking about it in in the in the light of this conversation Mm -hmm. actually that there's that guy who sits on the subway and draws people yeah and how he is somebody in art net they said he's the most famous internet artist because he has millions of followers but his i don't that's what this i mean who knows right um most fame most is always like you know i thought that was basically like, banksy these days i mean yeah maybe <laughs> who knows who knows who it is damien damien hurst who knows but um but um cause i don't know but the mm. point of the thing for me it's like the best cup of coffee right yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but um but what it struck me is that the criticism of it i thought was valid he has a show i guess and the I love realism. I mean, we we always talk about Frank Aridi or, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're like, um, oh God, what's the name of that? Um, Otis. Oh God, his name's gonna kill me. Um, Otis Kwame Kai um, Kwaiko, maybe Kaiko, Q U A I C O E. He's just these great giant realist paintings. But I love a lot of realism, but. That um, the point of this critique was that the art actually isn't that great. If you look at the paintings, that they're they're um, you know close up, not well painted, and there's, mm-hmm. they clearly move, uh, look like photographs, right? Mm-hmm. They're like accidental photorealism. Yeah. And um, I was thinking about how it's interesting because um, what to me it strikes me as is that a challenge we have in this culture where we're doing this faster for like making sure the first second means the, you know, like, you know, like means like, the most means yeah. the most. And also like, cannot you cannot be surprised by the end. Right. Like in some ways, if I said that that was like, I, I, you know, we used to read for a surprise at the end, right. You wanted foreshadowing yeah, 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 and surprise yeah, yeah. at the end. Is that yeah, also, cause that's how I structured my content too. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, but to me about his artwork is that it actually, the problem also is when you do that, people um, can't judge that it falls down at all. Right? Like, well, and I do say- They get so inflamed in the first seven That's seconds. right. That's um, right. And that's right. See, and like, that's what happened with my post about the West. 
right? Yeah. Like Meeting in the West, everyone got yeah. so bogged down yeah. in the language of the first like three seconds. Um, the the actual really 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 fundamentally important critique just like no like, like no one's having that conversation in the comments no um no and that's why like i didn't i don't think i'll do a video about that guy and that art news because actually that kind of nuanced critique is becoming harder and harder it's I certainly actually, not feasible on tiktok it's not it's not something that can be done in short form content yeah um but it's something that's so essential to art. Media literacy is really changing very rapidly at the moment. It is. It's it's changing faster than people can keep do. up. I mean, like that's like it's almost the point of media, right? Like that it doesn't yeah. want to. How do you? And this is you know, as teachers, how do you teach like children through eras like this? How do you? I don't know. Well, I mean, so many seen... teachers are leaving. <laughs> and have you seen all that content from teachers who are saying like, you know, kids can't read anymore. They don't have comprehension skills anymore. Like they are basically like lamenting that kids are four or five years behind where they should be. And so that's a surprise, like coming out of a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, I also like, wonder though, like it also goes back to like, what, what are we supposed to be? Like, I would argue that perhaps literacy, the nature of literacy is changing. Like, I do mm -hmm. think that, I mean, I, I do think that there are definitely problems because of COVID, but also how are we highlighting maybe kids have a much better media literacy that we don't know? But, I mean, I don't know I that. Saw, I don't, I don't know anymore. either. But I saw one, like, article that apparently Gen Z, Gen Zers are... Uh falling for scams at higher rates than boomers oh like, really apparently oh man which is like what <laughs> i get that you guys don't like answering the phone but like what that is really i mean i do think the thing that for me that's challenging is time is speeding up but it's not like the old people have changed yeah i mean that's where to me you know yeah i know Maybe that's a good place to end. I mean, we didn't really even have a real topic today. We just I think of... we did. I think we talked about content. Yeah. Oh, well, we being content. content creators and such. Yeah. 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 All right. Should we do the outro? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I just I love how my contribution to that is like me talking about my tits on camera. Oh, God. you de definitely have to use that as one of our videos. I will. Um, I will. <laughs> So do, like, so, do we want to land anywhere in terms of how we feel? Um, yeah, we should do an end, right? Mm. Um, so I guess to me about all of this, though, is that I heard her criticism. I think her criticism is valid. And since I produce content that is educational and critique. And that's its primary. And that's function. its primary role. It's not meant yeah. to be art. I think or I would. Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have the thought about it a lot <laughs> some days some days i'm not and um i've thought about it a lot and i've definitely taken the criticism hmm. so for you like if you are i don't know if it's criticism that you're creating dom content do you take i don't know if that's criticism or um support it could be both I, right? I think it's it's both yeah i think it's it both. was just so, like somehow a surprise to me even though like no shit <laughs> like i would be surprised well, I mean, like, I think because you're not 
I think it's a different thing, right? You produce content as art and that's the difference. But I also produce content that is very, very specifically advertising for my work. Yeah. Like the way that I dress yeah. is an advertisement yeah. for that aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's always what I thought it was. And then obviously because I photograph a lot of gay ass people and also because like I very much am focused on facilitating like a pleasurable experience for people when they're being photographed and I do that through the lens of ethics yeah and yeah Yeah. a lot of that is in line with that kind of sex work practice so So then would so does that um criticism and of course criticism can be positive so does that I think it's a very positive criticism yeah so yeah so I think (laughs) does that critique change how you produce it's actually changed the way that I work with people after a photo session. Okay. Um, I'm producing some content like that purposefully now, I guess, uh-huh. with a little more intent because I'm realizing that that also brings in clientele. Um, but I think that's sort of the not in a weird point, way. right? Like media, it is like a media has this kind of feedback loop, right? Like, yes. I mean, if you think about any major art movement, it is because of a feedback loop. Like we're discussing yeah. basically how art movements move from one movement to another on some very micro level. Yeah. Right. And, and maybe that's well, a good it's... place to end this this conversation. Because yeah, we're running out had, of time. I have more questions and thoughts. Anyway. <laughs> do you want to um, do them for the next episode? I feel like yeah, we've maybe. run out of time. We, okay. Yeah, we've been, I feel like that time really just slipped away from. I know. What time is it? I don't know. 9.17. Okay. Yeah. Um, fuck. All right. These shorter episodes, we don't. We can't go rambly as much. I know, but it actually really There's does There's so much better for I, people. I and you. I, it's yeah, better. It is. It, but also, it's, it's just like, uh, we get to the heart of it faster. Yes. I love, and like where all the segments, and like, I love that idea, but we need like a producer to be able to do that kind of stuff. And we need someone who can like gather everything and produce the video content. I agree. It's never. It's just never going to happen on the same scale. um, No, you have a job. We have jobs. We have jobs. Multiple jobs. Um. Uh. So thank you for (laughs) listening to. (laughs) Because what you're also reminding us is we have to do this on a shoestring on very few little resources, and so we Mm -hmm. thank all of our Patreon supporters. Yes. A whole lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Did you message that person who? No, I was going to ask you. you (laughs) No. Let's do it right. Do you do it right after this? Um, I'll put up a new poll. You message that person. Okay. And um, so we will go back to doing polls. We had some digital challenges. We'll go back to doing that. We would love you to do a Patreon. You could also support us by following us on Apple Music. You could tell a friend. I want to give a shout out to an old friend, Martha, who apparently listens to our podcast from her retirement. I know. Listening to what you're making. So even just thinking good thoughts about our podcast makes me really happy and I hope Martha is enjoying her retirement. Yes. Um, If you have uh, episode suggestions or topic suggestions, guys, we we are we are both working full time at the moment as well um and there is precious few hours in the week to not only create our own content that generates conversations for this but stuff to talk about and things that we think people are interested in learning so if there is something that you actually really 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 want to know about you want to learn you want to learn about media literacy you want to learn about the art world you want to learn how to get a museum job like i just did recently like let us know and we can help create the content that you want to hear. And it will also help us <laughs> to 
to just like come here and sit down and get it done and then get it out into the world so you can listen. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you would like to follow me, you can follow me at Artlust, A-R-T-L-U-S-T. And you can follow me at darkroomvarmint, darkroom, V-A-R-M-I-N-T on TikTok and on Instagram because I have to placate the contemporary art world. I am Sophie Chalk Studio, or one word. Mm -hmm. And then you could also follow us, and I was trying to look to see what it was, but is it artlust underscore podcast? On TikTok? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I was about to look, but then I don't have my glasses on, so I'm not typing. Um, so artlust underscore podcast on TikTok, but you yes. could also just email us at artlustpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and I think that something that we're going to aim for is like maybe like a live a month or something. Mm, so I think that we, we should can actually interact with all of you so that we're not just like I think on we our should. hubris little cloud up in the AirPod skies <laughs> talking about contemporary art. Uh- <laughs> I don't know. Do our hubris time. Do our hubris time cloud. A, do you remember that time we made an episode about hubris and you didn't yes. define hubris for like yeah. 20 minutes? That was it's so become funny. like a running joke. It's really, um, really, really funny to me. I like how we use hubris now as many times as we can. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a sign about who we are. All right. Thanks I for don't listening. Take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally don't. That's the problem. I know, life. but like it's okay because we put out good information. And then we, we do. So just be we like do. a silly goose behind the scenes.